This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now in our fifth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and you are tuned into this, the flagship show available each and every week on video or audio. So for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more of football conversation, (laughs) that was the next line on the iPad, make your Monday... A blue Monday. Amy, you're back and you've ruined everything. As as I predicted, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Deary me. There was I... absolutely no way we were carrying on the undefeated run with me there today. And with Sky as well. And the international break. There was not, no not hope. Not happening, was it? Um, <laughs> how, how are you? Tell our listeners about um, childbirth. And was childbirth worse <laughs> than... <laughs> not all of it. Was... It was like a step-by-step was review. Was childbirth you... <laughs> worse than watching Accrington versus Ipswich? I would honestly say I enjoyed January at Accrington less oh, than okay. childbirth. It was that bad in January, but um, it was uh, it was all fine. Thank you. I won't give you the gory details, but um, I had my little boy James on the 22nd of August. So he's now a couple His of months old. His birthday's the day before mine. Ah, obviously a good time of year. Well, you know what it is? It's babies that were conceived at Christmas. Oh, and I'm in September. So what was happening on New Year's Day? Oh, there you go. We don't really need to introduce Richard. We're resplendent with his new microphone there. What's going on? What's going on in in Royal Warwick? I got a three for two on on Amazon, Ben, and I've got Stand, all the gear and no idea. Leave. There you go. <laughs> all the gear and no idea, as as with everything in my life, pretty much. Yeah. So at itch, excuse me, at Ips Rich, if you want to give him feedback on how he sounds, and remember, Richard's favourite type of feedback is blunt feedback as well. So yeah, <laughs> don't sugarcoat it, guys. And also, yeah, be be unnecessarily critical as well. Don't kind of try and find a positive there. Don't give me a critical sandwich. I want just the the crap in the middle. What? That's all I want. I don't want the bread. Are you no wearing bread. a Are you wearing a Borussia Dortmund shirt? What are you I'm, wearing? I'm there? not. No, I'm wearing the North 
the National League North equivalent of Borussia Dortmund, um, Leamington FC, a.k.a. the Breaks. Okay. Um, we will come clear Amy, later. You've gone for a 92-93. Um, I just think of John Walk there with that. Um, you want me a gazelle, yeah. Yeah, actually it was color. just before I started going this shirt. So I suppose I'm sort of taking the opportunity to, to wear it. I'm not quite old enough to remember these days, but it's got to be one of the best old. shirts we had, doesn't it? This one with the laces Certainly the one yeah. of the most unique, I would say. Um, can I just, um, let's just do a State of the Union address here before we go into some interesting uh, topics and questions that bigger picture um we're really good and we've had a really really brilliant start and um there's been lots of really really brilliant things happening all season and um we're going to talk about a really really not very good performance today but just bigger picture this podcast is not having a meltdown we're just talking about this game today and if this game was rubbish, we're allowed to say this game was rubbish. That's not us overreacting. That's us reacting to what we have seen. Amy was there. Amy, on 87 minutes, there was like a shot of you for at least five seconds. It's that Eskimo <laughs> coat. I'm like, where's that? I love Amy? it. I love my puffer jacket. I've had so many tweets on the way home. Oh, we can see you. One of my best friends in the world sent me a, um, a little snapshot of me chatting with my friend Brett. Yes, yeah, that would have been it. The goal. it, it yeah. That, that would have been it. Because I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're chattering away. So the, the long and the short, if you, <laughs> if you want to get on TV at the football, stand behind the goal in a white, puffy Eskimo polar bear um, looking, looking jacket and you will definitely get caught. <clears throat> on the camera um but no <laughs> you take my point guys we, we this is not going to be a not going to be a meltdown we've had a brilliant start a record-breaking start um and all sorts of unbeaten runs bristol city unbeaten run when um there was like three in the championship the um like 10 game at the time runs. of recording ben oh we're liverpool losing are they at the time of recording i don't know what the score is now but oh they win they one nil down they win five one or something weren't they liverpool are excellent aren't they so um anyway richard um do you want to just do a couple of news items before we get on to Accrington? Please, can one of them be um, Amy's dad, Wally Downs, getting done for gambling on... Has he left Wimbledon now? Is he just in trouble? I don't know, Ben, but my legal... Oh, my okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are going. Okay, allegedly, um, allegedly Wally Downs is in bother yeah, for yeah. some infraction that may involve... Um, gambling on games allegedly i don't really know so i'm not saying anymore but what's been happening in ipswich world richard we can talk about multiple members of the downs family oh, okay. if you want. i mean we could start with the england and 20s and another cap for andre dizelle um and an appearance for flynn downs and an appearance which caused him to go off injured and to not play today, today. but i guess the the message on that one both of you is it's good that our players are getting international recognition i guess but so this was crappy on... when they get injured this was on Monday over at Peterborough, right? And am Czech I public, yeah, three nil defeat. Am I right in saying that um one of them started and replaced the other, is that right? I'm not sure if Downs came on for Downs came on as a sub. Oh okay, I've got that right. Okay. I couldn't find the match report. There's not many people write up about the under twenties, apart from the fact they had lots of possession, which I guess suits um Andre Dizel. <laughs> um but the bigger headline I guess is is the Downs injury. And I think we'll talk more about the game obviously, but Maybe it kind of there was that lack of fight that you get from young your your cousin uncle. What is it? What are we what are we going with today? But he gives us a bit more fight in midfield, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that was um, 
they just looked like um, sort of rabbits in headlights today. I think they just lost the, the passion that I've been hearing was there. I was expecting to see, I was excited about, just was gone. And I, I agree, I think losing him and all four players that we lost today, I think was exactly, maybe just the fact that it was completely mixed up. But Lambert, I mean, how often has he had the same side so far this season? There's, I read this week that he's played 23 players so far. But it's all um, which been seems huge. all been by choice so far, hasn't it? Whereas um, True. the football gods um, <clears throat> took it out of his hands. So, um, Rich, Dizel's got loads of caps for that under. So, look, we're going to get on to yeah, Dizel. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be like a hundred Andre Dizel. Pros and cons of Dizel will come in the questions. Move but on, I, Rich. I guess it's news. And um, talking of giving Paul Lambert options, and I'll, and I'll go to you, Ben, because this is your busy mate, and um, Paul Warren. I suppose he said that um, he expects Grant Ward to get some kind of a deal with us once his rehabilitation is done, though he's keen. He says, I don't usually go back. This is not this is me paraphrasing. I should say I'm not quoting. Allegedly, this is what Paul Warner said. Um, He doesn't usually go back for players that they signed before. But could Ward went there when he was a youngster and he'd make a go for him. Your thoughts on Grant Ward getting another deal? I think it's a bit of a 50 50 on the, the old Twitter on this one. Well, I always go down a different route. Most people think about the player. I always think about the numbers. So if they can get a contract that's very heavily weighted in the club's favour, i.e. weighted against appearances and bonuses, and that, they, yeah. could, they could sign him until the end of the season on some kind of um, deal that works for us. Why wouldn't Ward sign that? Because we're up the top of the league and... Um, Brian Klug liked him as a wing back anyway. And it's about to love that I'm one, isn't sure, it? Yeah. I'm sure we're going to, well, Guion Edwards' performance may be eviscerated later on in, in the show. So there's not much backup for um, for Kane, Vincent Young. So look, I know a lot of people, it's it's not a new player. It's someone we know and it's a bit, uh, but if the deal is right, weighted in the right way towards the club, it makes sense, then what? Why not if it's a free free transfer and you're not going to um, do a load on wages? What's your view, Amy? Uh, he was a bit up and down, wasn't he? And I kind of feel like we're moving forward. And personally, I'm not very keen on moving back. And I think if he'd been absolutely outstanding, then, yeah, I'd be keen for him to come back. But I also think we've got an incredible midfield at the moment. Ad- admittedly, not today. I'm not sure he's necessary, but... I'm not one to judge until someone's on the pitch. So if he comes back, I'll be happy because that's what you do when you've got a player. <laughs> I'm going to sit firmly on the fence on that one. <laughs> I think I'd take your point, Ben, about Brian Klug wanting to, to be a bit of a right wing back. It didn't, it didn't really work out in those matches. I think he got found out, but that's the only place that I think you'd play him at the moment in that system. We're not kind of playing the out and out wide players in a 4-3-3, yeah, oh, we were kind of trying to play. I'm not sure if he fits anywhere else. So remember, we'll see about that one. It? I remember him um, being quite unlucky at wing-back, where he played wing-back at um, Forest in that first game under Mick, and he scored. And then they put Joe Lolly on him at the end of the game. They were like, oh, right, here we go. And then um, he got a bit eviscerated. And then do you remember in that 3-0, in fact, first game after Hurst, um, when obviously the common denominator is Klug, so that stands to reason. Mm. And of course, um, Millwall will just put diagonal balls on top of you if you play wing back as well. So, um, yeah, but I, I take Amy's point as well. Sometimes it's just like, okay, move on, next, you know. Um, speaking of which, is that the end of the news, Rich? I've got one more bit, just one Go more ahead. bit. I'm trying to try and put a positive slant on a really 
kind of negative news story this week, which is I'm I don't know about you, but I'm still quite proud that Tyrone Mings kind of came through the club and made himself a career with us. And I was just really delighted that he um got his first cap for England midweek, overshadowed sadly um by all the stuff that happened off the field, which plenty of other people have spoken about and much more eloquently than we can. But again, pride, I think. For, for us that he's come through the club and similarly that I think he was quite comfortable I don't know if any either of you watched it Amy I don't know if you it's a bit of a problem position at the moment for England the centre-back positions I thought he did himself no favours or didn't did himself plenty of favours to get another another selection against Harry Maguire in defence absolutely I think he's just such a hard-working lad isn't he he's, he's um on and off the pitch he seems to be really well respected and you can see him being one that's going to be around for a while I hope because he's he's made his way up the ranks um mm. he's not sort of coming higher up and I think that's fantastic and I do think and I did tweet it it is worth saying fair play to Mick McCarthy for bringing him through it's, it's yet another signing from McCarthy that's turned out well um, so I know that to balance it, he had a few awful ones as well. But um, I did say that this week. It is I'm not one to compliment Mick McCarthy these days, but I do think he deserved it for that one. So, yeah, it was absolutely lovely to see. And as sad as it was hearing about the abuse, um, I thought he handled it really well. At least publicly, he handled it really well. Um, just mm-hmm. to say that, you know, he was so disappointed to have been subject to it, but that the players, um, you know, did the right thing in standing up to it, sort of thing. So fair play to him I think you're absolutely right he's uh, shown himself in a good light this week for definite and certainly um, seemed to be unanimous support from Ipswich fans from what I could see on social media mm. and whenever we talk about him coming through as a signing we always have to do the obligatory mention for Russell Osman who I think his son <laughs> scouted him and found him and recommended him so um, as, as Russell yeah, mentioned that Russell. Russell. no Rich, no <laughs> I don't know well I thought I had to do it for him you know he's not no, here. no but Tyrone <laughs> abs- absolutely incredible and Rich, me doing championship and you basically support Villa and Coventry anyway. Um, like, You've got a great <laughs> bossed it, bossed it for Villa, didn't he? And left-footed centre half, um, always. Yeah, you know, you're like a good keyboard player. If you if you don't look like the back end of a bus when you're a keyboard player, you're always going to get work. If you're a left-footed centre half, you're always going to get, um, you know edged forward yeah, and true. speaking of mix signings Amy to tie this all in a bow yesterday at Villa Park Adam Webster scored for Brighton oh, did, he? did he and nice a goal. mutual friend of the podcast was in Tyrone's box and meeting John Terry afterwards so we'll find out all about it but no it's it's absolutely brilliant and for him to be a 20 what 25 million million pound centre just just brilliant because um he wasn't anyone's child or in the academy system like you know like Joe knows yeah. about these players from the age of eight or whatever you know his his story's brilliant but we all know it and we all know that we really want to go to Accrington don't we Rich eh? again <laughs> as um as Amy did indeed for the second time this season um so off we go very very different context and we joked before we hit the record button guys that it was us three um because we were all there in January it's a bit of a novelty going to Accrington in January it's like oh we get to go to a league one ground we're never yeah. going to be doing that in the next <laughs> five years are we um and it was a very um very different time wasn't it we were um but that was a real real low wasn't it because he just brought in the lone players and it was just so horrible and so predictable yeah. and awful and rubbish and and to actually see Marcus Evans actually there when the only appearance he made was in some chance at the end last time 
shows a little bit. I know I'll probably trigger all the yeah. Andy Evans people, but he's there and he's talking with Lambert in front of the sky cameras. We never saw that before. So we go back in a very, very different place with high attendances at the top of a division winning games. Not necessarily the division that we expect our club to be in, but still it, it felt differently going there today. How was it... Um, on the terraces, Amy, just quickly compare the actual um, before the before the whistle blows for the start of the game. How different did it feel there today compared to January? Nice, friendly, relaxed. Um, January was the lowest point for me that I've had as an Ipswich fan. Um, it was it was cheerful. It was uh, pretty noisy when we first got on. So probably for the first, I'm not sure when, what sort of point they scored their first goal, but it, up until that, it was noisy. We had the drum right behind where I was stood. It was nice um, until until half time when everyone just walked off like, oh, okay, it's Ipswich <laughs> back again now. So and, oh and God, I suddenly felt very again. familiar. Exactly um, that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Some backstreet boys there for you. Yeah, yeah. Rich, come on, we're all, we're all we're all 90s kids. Let's not pretend it. Um, right, let me go through these teams here. So, Accrington sort of four four two, but we know how they stodged up the midfield in January, and um, I got some echoes of exactly the same thing today as we created no chances in the second half. I know we, I can't say that we literally scored a goal in the second. Well, look, we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, Ev Timov in goal, who um, trended on Twitter earlier in the week after his tweet after the Bulgaria game. Um, Johnson, uh, Sykes, Hughes, Apuku as the fullback. Clark, Connolly, Finley, McConville are the midfield for Bishop and Zanzala up the top. Um, so Ipswich, this uh, Ipswich, Richard, this Ipswich team. Um, we keep the 3-5-2, but um, a few players absent. So Holly in goal. Wolfenden, Chambers and Ciala returns. Um, so no Wilson in that back three. Uh, the wing-backs are Garber and Edwards. So no Kane, Vincent, Young carrying the ball up and down that right-hand side. Skews and Dezel is the midfield kind of pivot. So no downs. Nolan stays in the 10 position. Alan Judge and Caden Jackson up front. So no James Norwood. So... Rich, when you see that team, and Amy said as well, 23 players used. Remember, we saw a similar team, the Gillingham away game, the MK game. Certainly there was rotation, wasn't there? Um, what, what did you think when you saw that team come up? I think the the thing I want to draw out is, is the players on the bench. You, you've got Hughes and Keane on the bench. And I think that's probably what most people on Twitter have been talking about. But I, I think... The Dizelle and Judge selections, I think, are the ones we're going to rake over, but immediately kind of jumped out as being a little bit questionable. Enciolo, we've, we've chatted about him during the the pods where we've done the checker, uh, the leasing.com trophy, whatever it is, um, how he's not really, he's, he's got back to fitness, but not really looked confident. And I think that unsettled people a little bit as well. So I think, you know, Edwards at right wing back, there's a lot of stuff in here that kind of reeks a bit of Guinevere, doesn't it? And chucking things up in the air a little bit and round pegs and square holes. And, you know, I'm not not advocating Dynasty and starting at right wing back, but maybe a 4-4-2, I don't know. Um, and Chuck Keenan, Chuck Hughes in. But 
Um, we've got, I don't know if it's on the question thread, it might be a reply to another question about why Dizelle always seems to get lobbed into kind of these kind of games. So true. It does seem a little bit harsh on, on young Andre, doesn't it? And come back from England as 20, where he's probably had quite a lot of the ball um, to be shoved into a really stodgy, at least the pitch wasn't stodgy this time around. The bloody sky went on about the pitch. It's like Wembley. Well, um, yeah, but he, was, he wasn't clogged up in a crappy midfield on Wednesday, whenever it was on Monday, he was today, Dizel, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's too many question marks, Ben. Amy, you're not allowed to use any hindsight. What did you think of that um, that team when you when you bowled up to the terrace in your Eskimo coat? Um, my, <laughs> my friend Brett said uh, it was like they had turned up to some random field on a Sunday and said, right, there's 10 of us, let's just get on and play rather than actually picking where everybody was going and thinking about it. It felt weird. Um, not a massive fan of um, the judge decision. I thought that was weird. Um, I as it played out, I don't think he actually was up front. He was sort of behind Caden and I'm a massive fan of Caden. I really like Caden Jackson. I'm so pleased with how well he's been doing this season, but he struggled today. He needs somebody up there next to him, somebody experienced. I think he should have gone with Keane, even if it had just been for like 45 minutes and then swapped over with someone else. I don't, not pleased with it was. It didn't feel like too up front, in my opinion. Maybe that was just because Judd had an off game. But yeah, bit a uh, bit daunted. But we're top of the league, and I put my faith in Lambert, perhaps mm. mistakenly today. Um, don't actually start that um, terribly. Garbert's forward fairly well um, for these first exchanges. But what we saw of Accrington Stanley in January is they'll they'll set up. It's not even that lower not that deep a block they'll push the two lines together and just squidge everything and make it horrible to play against so you know that if you give them a goal head start it's just going to be ugly and crappy and you know you're not going to get time on the ball and um after 16 minutes that Christian stanley are going to take the lead in this one they get a couple of corners um initially and that was really their first kind of bit of pressure and um Amy, you would have had a lovely old view of this. Big goal kick up. So, Accrington literally never play football out as such. But when they do get into areas, they try and bring the full back forward. And on the right-hand side here, we've got Johnson and Finley double-teaming against Garber. Um, Amy, do you want to take it from here? Yeah, there was. Um, it felt like they had a lot of space down on the right hand side. Um, and from watching it back, I think it was Enciala that they sort of got. That I felt like Toto should have come in a bit more to try and stop the ball going over. To be fair, it was a lovely cross in, and then uh, was it Bishop that scored? Nice header. Um, felt a little bit reminiscent of relegation season in terms of sort of defence. Um, not really on the ball. They just sort of watched it go in almost, but. Give them their dues. I thought it was a decent goal. Perhaps it was just um, me making excuses oh, for them. But did gonna, you not think? I'm going to get ranting, Ben. <laughs> I've got so much to call out on this goal. Um, firstly, yeah, Finney and Johnson, uh, Johnson is down the right side. It's Garbutt and Scoose, not close enough. Scoose particularly, he's, he's a good metre or two away from, from Johnson, who gets, he's the much more advanced. Actually, it's, it's um, who's the left back? One sec, let me check my notes so I get it right. Uh, a poker. Who doesn't get forward, actually. McConville is the one on the left-hand side. And that, that is important here because Scoose isn't tight enough. Garbett is kind of 2v1 for a bit. Cross comes yeah. in. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the far post, Ben. You've got Guion Edwards, 
who's been double teamed at the back post by McConville, who's shoving, is pulling his shirt. Bishop shoves him out of the way and stoops his header in. It's a good header. Um, Colby Bishop, may I just add, from Leamington FC, signed, having scored 33 goals in 53 appearances in, for Leamington, which is why I've got the shirt on. Non-league plays, he's jumped three divisions and he looked really good there. But what's going on with Chambers and Wolfenden? And even Zanzala has kind of, has actually got between Wolf, um, and Chambers. If that goes back across the face, it's a tap-in for him. To me, this is kind of all, Amy's right, this is a last season kind of goal from Ipswich. There's all kinds of stuff here. Well, um, when, not least just stopping the cross. Well, when three at the back is done well, you get the three centre-backs, you get a bit of distance actually between them. So the whole issue, I think, is they're all really on top of each other, which, like you said, leaves Garber ready to get overloaded with two-on-one that side. And yeah. then the other side, and... Uh, I, I I kind of don't blame Guion Edwards because what what look what you do? ask any yeah. Ipswich fan what is going to happen if you isolate Guion Edwards on the back post with two big guys air, who play yeah. for Accrington exactly. he's not going to win yeah. the header he's never going to win yeah. the header he's he's a he's a winger that likes to play in a sort of four three three or four two three one and he's last line of defence there but I don't understand why they've got in so narrow and so deep when initially it's just a big boot down the down mm. the pitch they should have they should have been um, set but. Yeah, it was a it was an ugly goal. Um, are we giving Holly a pass on on that one? He's nothing he can do about that. Is it's there? into the ground, I think, yeah. isn't it? I think he heads it into the ground. It's quite firm header, bounces into yeah. the corner. I'm not sure there's much Holly can do, but I think yeah, it's avoidable. Mm, not good, not good at all. Um, Toto gets a yellow card. He could um possibly already have had one. The ref had already um mm. it, it, running with Zanzala. They. <laughs> They were pulling each other the whole time, but you've got to make it very clear to the ref, this is not me, this is him. And um, I think um, Clumsy would sum up some of that. Um, it's one big ball in the back for um, Jackson. He nearly gets there first in ahead of the keeper. He's just kind of inside his area where there might have been a handball shout. Um, more good play by Johnson down the right. Um, if we didn't have... Kane Vincent Young as our right back I'd be saying oh this guy's a this guy's a decent right back um but I think it's very much um systematic for Accrington that the right back is the one player right okay you can go forward because we're going to leave all of this stuff back do you know what I mean it's it's probably fun to play the only fun position to play right back (laughs) for that's a sitter isn't it Zanzala from is that the moment yeah 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 so puts puts the cross in and uh, this is Chambers and um Chambers have been playing well, hasn't he? Um, but he took a blow to the head, didn't he? He had a cut on his eye, that's, and that's very true, actually. Yeah, I, I all I thought was, it. whenever this type of chance is given away for Ipswich, the first thing I see is Luke Chambers yelling at somebody. So if this had been another defender who'd let his man go, I think you would have seen Chambers yelling Chambers at them. But yeah. Amy, you, you're right behind that. He's he's got to put that header in Zanzala, hasn't he, for two 0 yeah, yeah, I think we were we were let off very easy there, and um, I'm sort of glad that it wasn't in for Chambers' sake because I think the poor guys had a lot of grief for making very few mistakes so far this season. But we were let off lightly, I think, in the first half. To be honest, they could have they could have done better than they did. Um, Edwards gets forward here, plays Jackson in. Jackson cross kind of bounces off the keeper. Judges kind of there with the defender. It goes towards the goal line. I've seen some people on Twitter saying. If Luke Garbert would have been James Norwood, then he would have just cleaned everything out and taken everybody 
into the net with him. But Clark, um, <laughs> Clark we'll scored that in the 1950s, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, Nat, kind of Nat Lofthouse would have, would have scored that one. <laughs> what a fantastic yeah. goal by Ipswich Town! Um, Clark again, they're targeting the right hand side. He crosses in Sanzala. Pretty decent effort considering he's like on the floor and pinging his left foot in the air, gets onto it as good he can. And then here comes the penalty, Rich. So um, yeah. do you want to take this? Literally just a throw in and the ball pinged up in the air and our very big centre half has got a good good look at this, has got a good look at the player, but what's he going to do? Yeah, well, McConville's really good, actually. He's, um, he's quite strong. He turns Garbert for this for the first one and just goes for the second ball because it's it's bounced up and ncl is just careers in and clashes into him from the side i mean i'm there are questions about this super friends i think and, and me had a bit of a, a debate about this a polite respectful debate about this on twitter um to me it's a penalty all day long um ncl is i think he's going for the ball in his mind but he's not looking at what he's doing and he's late as well um i don't to be fair i think mcconville heads it out i don't think he can do anything to, I'm not sure he can get enough leverage to get the ball back into the middle, but it's just really dumb from NCR. And it just summed up what was a pretty shaky first half for him, I thought. Um, and the penalty, do you want me to talk about the penalty? No, because Amy was shaking her head. I want her to come. Go on, Amy. <laughs> I think it was six or one and half a dozen of the other, as my dad would always say. I, I thought it was very soft and I thought that it came at the end of quite a few decisions which went against us. And it felt like, um, and I'm not one to be arrogant about Ipswich but it felt like we were being punished for being the bigger team and the ref was almost giving them a bit of a chance at that point um I I don't think it was a penalty at all I mean you, you come together in the area don't you 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 have clashes like that I, I didn't personally think it was but who am I to disagree with the great Ipswich <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure McConville can do anything else though because he's he jumps for the ball you can see Enciala his body's leaned into McConville to try and to try and win that, he doesn't get anywhere near it. Um, maybe it's a be a 50-50 one, but I'm I'm pretty comfortable. I think to being a penalty. But. To quote Andy Gray, which is never a good thing to do, but I'm going to. <laughs> it was just. Oh, no, it was the other <laughs> That's one. Richard Keith. Um, he would always say in commentary, "Would this be a foul if it happened outside of the box?" So we're talking about big centre half who can see the ball, um, yeah. static jump up, bashing in the back. I think what works against Toto is that he's got. He's got a run on it, and they're not just just jumping together. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's a... he doesn't need to go for it either. <laughs> let's be honest. There's no need for him to go after that ball because all it's going to do is McConville's going to try and control it. It's up in the air. Let's be honest. It's a League One footballer here, so there's a good chance he doesn't kill it dead. And Ciala just slides in or taps it out for a corner. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. it. Just made the situation so much more dangerous it's, than it needs so to be. It's so tricky because Toto's entire game is defending aggressively on the front foot. Yeah. And yeah. when he when it's done well, it's it's amazing, isn't it? You just see this bulldozer and it gets in strikers' heads. They retreat from the goal. They don't want to go near him. He's nicking balls left and right. Yeah. But um, when it's done badly, it's a, it's rash. It's a yellow card. It's a it's a penalty. It's, you know, we, we saw the whole... The whole thing last season didn't we with the penalty against QPR the red card on Forestieri you know when it works it's great but it's very all or nothing is all I will say and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about the pen all or nothing um good penalty there Rich yeah took it really well nice and low right in the corner Holly's massive isn't he but and he gets a hand to it um, but it's too much power I don't, and I don't know why I went to you now. Rich when Amy was stood eight feet behind the goal right wasn't she yeah good pen Amy 
Yeah, Holly got her hand to it or something, didn't he? No, he did. We, uh, for a split second, I thought he might have it. I'm glad you said he got a hand to it because we did wonder if he had or not. So, yeah, he's he's an intimidating guy. If we're going to have a penalty against us, he's the the man you want in goal for you, isn't he? But um, absolutely no qualms about him today. I thought he, uh, he, you couldn't really argue with him not getting that penalty, if that makes sense. It was fine. It was once it had been awarded, you knew it was going in, didn't you? So <laughs> what more can you do? Um, <laughs> Welcome back to being an Ipswich fan. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's been really fun, Amy. Honestly, you, you, you would have loved it. Um, right. <laughs> yellow, Thanks, <dear. laughs> yellow for Edwards on Finley and um, the first of... Uh, well, it's, it's going to get nasty. nasty as, yeah. yeah, it starts to get nasty. Um some frustration, I think, from the Ipswich players. Um, as I say, Accrington, um, not even in a that shithousey way, are very good at stopping you getting any kind of rhythm going. And I must confess, I was sitting there going, guys, for God's sake, slow down. You're playing right into their hands. The faster and scrappier this gets, the more this plays into Accrington's yeah. hands. They're going to take one step forward every time, aren't they? And what we needed was to... I know they weren't letting us, but slow down, have some possession, build it up, move them back, get down the sides, etc. with our wing-backs who are clearly better attackers than they are defenders. Anyway, half-time, horrible. We don't need to analyse that one. Um, and Paul Lambert goes for it. Uh, Enciala comes out, so a bit of a dodgy 45 minutes for him. Danny Rowe comes in. Um, Dobra comes in for Andre Dezel. So... Um, the guys we expected to be the full guys were the full guys. And we end up with a back four now with orthodox fullbacks as Guion Edwards and Luke Garbert. Um, uh, we think sort of two centrally were Skews and Nolan coming back a bit further. Judge moves off to the left. Dobber is going to play behind Jackson and Rowe off to the right. So Lambert going with it but hey you two you two nil down what what else are you going to do um and really um Accrington play out this entire second half apart from a couple of interesting incidents but um the yellow cards it starts getting naughty now Apoku yellow on Dobra Nolan naughty one on Finley yellow for him um it's a long ranger from Clark there's a good run by Clark um Goes for the near post, should have squared that one. Um, and then, now you would have had an extremely good view of this, um, Amy. Um, we think we might have scored a goal, but nobody seems to really know because the camera angle seems to be not very good. Um, we're talking about an in-swinging cross from Garbutt. Keeper fumbles it. Wolfenden um, hits it goalwards. What happens, Amy? Does it go in or not? Well, it's certainly an argument for if you're going to have VAR, you need it across the football league, isn't it? <laughs> it was in. From where we were, it was in. And obviously, I'm going to say that, but it felt like it was in. The way the players all reacted, it seemed like it was in. To me, the replays showing it's way over. That was definitely in. But whether it was in or not, to my mind, Wolfenden should have just thrown himself at the ball and taken it over the line. He should have just run. I, like you were saying about James Norwood earlier, if that had been him, he would have sat on it to get it over the line he would have taken it and I just felt like Wolfie should have finished that off there because he was sort of running he had this momentum with the ball um I thought he did well to connect with it because he sort of stabs it with his foot down doesn't he um 
to me, he should have just seen it over there, but uh, perhaps was a bit too delicate, perhaps thought it was over the line, so didn't think any more of it until the ref said no. But again, in my mind, and I'm not going to blame the referee for the result overall, uh, in my mind, that was the ref giving something for them that I don't think was entirely fair for us, if that makes sense. So, Rich- um, But it certainly looked like it to us. Richard, I haven't seen a camera angle where I can get a trajectory of the post, the line, the player and the ball. You're really looking for an angle downwards with all three of those things. Yeah, Yeah, looking, looking kind of. And the guy, who's the defender? Was it Sykes? Sykes. Um, So he's kind of also, he's kind of um, leaning back as well. So you've got all types of different angles. Um, Annoyingly, because Amy, it wouldn't even be VAR, would it? It'd just be the just the, the two Hawkeye cameras. Stuff. The Hawkeye would, yeah. would would solve it, wouldn't it? Um, what's what's your view, Rich? Uh, um, so my my view, just to add something extra or different to the mix. I mean, so Garbert, I thought was one of our better players today. Yeah. Nice drop of the shoulder twice to get um, the cross away. I think it's McConley that he gets past. Um, but my theory here is that Wolfenden leaves it alone. It goes in. I think it's oh, going into the far post. What yeah. Wolfenden does is deflect it away from the corner, back into the middle of the goal. It's a great Defender. contact, as you say, Wolf, um, Amy, just to, to get something on it. But actually, I think it goes all the way in it. One of those kind of floater ones that's curling in just inside the post. And Wolfen actually makes it easy for the defender. Yeah, you know, technology probably proves it's a goal. Um, but it wasn't going to be our day today, was it? I, I have a look at yeah. the replay, everyone, and recommend that. I think I think that goes in if Wolfenden doesn't touch it. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'll have to watch it again. Georgie. Do you think that's what Garbutt was aiming for? Um, well, it's a, it's a flicks off the head of a pocky, doesn't it? So if he oh, meant to do that, then that's, um, <laughs> he's a smart guy. But it's nice, <laughs> yeah. it's nice when, um, I guess he must have been over for a corner or something, when he gets on the other side and he can swing them in with his left foot. But hey, he's mm. already scored three goals with that. No, he scored one with a right foot, didn't he, as well? Um, Georgie comes in for Judge... Um, on 64. Um, Alessi comes in for Apoka, who's on a yellow card here. Dobra then clatters into McConville and gets a yellow card. Um, Zanzala uh, knocks it off to McConville. He curls straight at Holly there. Now, here's where it really picks up, because I think the referee thinks he's gone easy on Dobra for his tackle on McConville. So when McConville then launches himself off the ground... Apparently, with um, two feet um, off the ground, I think he's thinking, oh, I'll let the other one go. I don't want to send anyone off. I'm just going to book him. Now, Lee Hendry, who I thought was all right, you wouldn't have heard this, Amy, on uh, on the Sky commentary, was completely making up his own laws. The laws <laughs> do not say, he was saying, oh, the laws say if you lunge <laughs> with two feet. Um, no, that's not the laws. It's if you endanger an opponent and your tackle is reckless. Um, so uh, do we think that that tackle was reckless and endangered um, the opponent, guys? Yes. The end. If you go in with two feet, surely it's reckless. Yeah. And, the you know, again, to bring up VAR, if VAR has a look at this, it's a, it's a clear red, clear red. Uh, um, I think you're right, Ben. I think there might be a little bit of kind of whatever the referee's doing in his mind to balance things up. Um, I think I agree with Amy that I think generally they got the cut a bit more than we did on some of these. Well, you know, the goal notwithstanding. Um, and it, it started to get away from him at this point. You know, the fouls were racking up. We were kind of falling for their trap of 
little niggly ones. Nolan, I think, got away with a couple before he got a yellow. Um, but this is a red card. And to be fair, McConville was subbed pretty rapidly after that as well. It's like almost like a pre-season friendly when you kind of grudgingly go, well, he should have been sent off, so we'll substitute him just for his own good. Get um, him out. Yeah, so Pritch- card for me. Pritchard comes off for McConville, and the ref's going to have to send somebody off now, isn't oh. he? Because <laughs> we're going to get a Royal Rumble over in, over in the corner there near the Ipswich fans. So 78th minute here, if he was trying not to send someone off here. So we've got Sykes and Dobra... Someone, someone unpicked this. I guess Dobra swings an arm, and um, Sykes then throws him onto the onto the ground. What, what, what the hell happened here? Anybody? Okay. Did Dobra get a straight red or a yeah. second yellow? Straight yeah, red. Straight it red. seemed a second yellow. I could understand, but it, it just. The way their player throws him on the floor, like he's like Harry throws his toy doll. I'm just like, <laughs> no, it, I, there's no place for that in football. It's not very nice. Stop it. So, yes, absolutely. And a really weird, like, few minutes, like you say, it just all suddenly went a bit balmy. Like it had been quite a calm, absolutely awful game. And then all of a sudden there was quite a lot of anger on the pitch, which we could have done with earlier on in the game to spice it up a bit and get a bit of their juices going. But I, uh, certainly having watched it back because at, at the time we didn't really know what was going on we were like oh he's been sent off 10 men and I just said to my mate oh now we've really got to prove ourselves because we're going to have to get something out of the game now we're a, like a man up and the next thing we know Dobra's walking across the pitch and no one knew what had happened um, but then saying that did he apparently went in with his hand on the player's head or something and you can't do that without it's all a little punished, bit of handbags, isn't it? yeah silly little girls playing on the school pay- playground wasn't it <laughs> um, and then Jackson Fiddley get involved as well it was just a little bit I mean, as you say, Amy, I, I was kind of thinking exactly the same thing. 77 minutes with a, a man advantage. Um, you know, let's drive forward. Let's add the pressure on here. And, yeah, that Dobra sending off. Because he was Richard, actually Bryce Richard, Barker's does, second half, wasn't he? Does Sykes not throw Dobra over, though? What I'm saying is the, the Sykes red card doesn't happen if Dobra doesn't shove him in the face. Doesn't or do that. True. Maybe. Whatever. Maybe. So I, I don't know. And you're right, because but... I was in I was enjoying... Um, Dobra a lot he looked uninhibited by the rubbish that was going on around him that he was just going to play in that 10 position and get the ball and dribble and um, he gave it away a couple of times but certainly um, exempt from any criticism until he managed to get a yellow card and a red card in the same game sorry Amy you're just about to say something (laughs) I was just going to say like Harry when he's at soft play if a kid pinches a toy off him and he pushes him back it's Harry that gets taken out of the soft play because you don't push another child fair comment yeah so it doesn't matter what Dobra did. He shouldn't have behaved like that. Um, but I, I don't think it should have been a straight red for Dobra. That just seems a bit harsh to me. Well, and so presumably means yellow. he's got a ban now. Well, he gets a second yellow and he's sent off anyway, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Would it be it... the same amount of bans? No. no it's violent conduct. It's exactly. Especially matches, if it's it? a violent conduct one. So the yellow would be, well, it'd be one for the two yellows. But yeah, violent conduct will be three minimum. And if they appeal it. So it really does it's... matter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, especially in a three-game week when you're without guys, you know, around. But there you go. Um, Georgiou, long-ranger, that one gets pushed away by Etimov. Rowe tries to do something. His long-ranger's deflected over as well. Um, Charles, one in off the left, swung over the top. Oh, he should but... score, Ben. should score. Oh, after... Rich, okay. Once the, 
once I saw Dobra going off as well, like Amy, I was like, oh, this got is the done. whole world's way, man. <laughs> this and he is sticks done. it over. This is not. I was cold and wet by that point. I'd given up long yeah, ago, I'd but that definitely was there. I checked out. My notes are normally comprehensive, and look, one line, one line, one line, every <laughs> single time for that. I'm like, get this over. Professionalism is, <laughs> and that and that's is. What I want. <laughs> that is. Um, so yeah, look, I, I suppose we just go to the questions, and we've been brilliant. Eight wins and three draws or whatever it is in the first 11. Absolutely superb. We were going to lose at some point. It would be nice to not lose and, you know, kind of generally be a bit rubbish. Um, but let's go to the questions. We've, we've Just been quickly, this is the most Ipswich town defeat that is possible, though, isn't it? What you do know, you mean? Well, all of, the, all of the things that could possibly conspire against us do... Yeah. And yet we are top of the league. You kind of think you turn. I assume, Amy, that our league position and our run in the league are giving you some confidence to turn up today with a victory. But I suspect that most of us, secretly in the back of our mind, or maybe maybe a few more people like me who are glass half empty, we're kind of thinking we're going to screw up today. We're going to of all the games we're going to lose, Accrington on a really crappy run. I think one went out of seven. We talked about internationals. We talked about TV. This is just the the, the most kind of archetypal jigsaw puzzle put together for an Ipswich defeat that I can imagine and it's just oh. let, well, I'm let quite me ask. glad we've got the pressure of the first defeat out of the way though yeah I think it's useful we can rather just than concentrate. build up that complacency but exactly yeah like this is total Ipswich though isn't it if we um, were going to lose to anyone in the t- in the team having played so well against like your Sunderlands and your Fleetwoods and uh, Donny were quite good as well, weren't they? That's it. To to play so well against all of them, or at least half decently, it, it was written in the stars we'd lose to a team like Accrington really wasn't it? Because they weren't particularly pretty football, were they? <laughs> and as you can imagine, um, the question feed is very full <laughs> today because we, we like to talk about defeats, don't we? Um, look, so a lot of people have got in touch um so let's try and go reasonably fast i know we never managed to do that but um (laughs) we'll we'll try anyway um mike says uh richard is the squad not actually as deep as we're led to believe three or four players missing and suddenly we look a different noticeably worse team so hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. 
For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. What do you, what do you think to that, Rich? I think there's something in that, isn't there? I, and, and I think I, I texted a few of you guys this, like, you take out the, the signings and take yourself back to Burton. You know, Lambert was bemoaning the lack of depth in the squad, or lack of quality in the squad. You saw that today. We ended up with... Gwyn Edwards at right back. Um, we've got, we can't figure out how to play Judge. We can't figure out how to play Dizel. We've got NCR who's a little bit error prone. You take one defender out of the mix and our back three that had been conceding, uh, been failing, keeping clean sheets of fun. Um, it all falls apart, doesn't it? And I, and I think that is the issue. I think there's a good quality starting lineup there. Um, but again, quality on the bench, Hughes and Keane. You know, chuck those two players in there, and that situation today isn't nearly as bad. But I think it's a combination of missing players like Norwood. That was a game for Norwood today, if yeah. ever there was one. Um, yeah. And, J- and Caden, um, yeah, Vincent Young, we obviously miss as well. Mm. Um, so maybe there's a point in there. Yeah. Um, Amy, Irvin Flaherty says, Keen not starting and not replacing Judge. What about the lack of discipline? There's something in that, because it really did unravel from that Edwards yellow card um should Hughes have started so a few a few things in there talk to me about the the lack of discipline and should should Hughes have should Hughes have started is he is he ready now uh well uh, the only person who can make that call is Paul Lambert isn't it and I but I certainly think he should have been brought on uh at half time for Dizelle I would have done personally but um I certainly think he should have been playing some of the game and Will Keane, I would have started. Um, but it it goes back to that, the strength and depth. I think we've got the sort of quite, the number of players we've got is great. It's just trying to work out how the hell we play them, what formation to do. And we're doing it around Judge because he is our, in, on paper, he's, got to be our best player I would have thought he's just not showing it this season so you're basing so much of the decisions on the formations around a player who's not actually in form at the moment in terms of discipline yeah I think you're right it did go out the window today because it started feeling like it did last season for a bit I think we still yeah we just didn't show any of the Ipswich that we have been this season we were just we were just a bit all over the place really I agree with that I think that's right hopefully it's just a bit of a blip as Paul Lambert has said in one of his many sound bites after the game um hopefully it's just one game and they'll kick themselves before Wednesday is it that we play Mm, Rotherham um play next yeah so we'll have to see but it is about how they respond to it now so if they were lacking discipline today they need to make sure they've sorted it out and also um obviously Chambers taking a bit of sorry (laughs) you wanted me to answer this one quickly didn't you Um, it's all right Richard didn't either (laughs) Chambers taking a bit she's gone longer early on (laughs) I always do you um you have to you've lost that voice that is getting that bit of discipline, like you said about Chambers always shouts at people. I don't know whether maybe he was a little bit quiet today because of that knock and that sort of lost a bit of the organisation. But it was I'd, uh, until we settle into the same team week in, week out, we are going to be a bit all over the place. We are going to lack discipline because we don't know where they're playing. So they don't either. Hmm. I've stopped now. <laughs> she stopped. Um, <laughs> Gareth Beanie says, Richard, is a 50% Will Keane up top better than Judge running around like a headless chicken? 
Yeah, and I think we were we suspected, feared that Jackson would be isolated and Judge wouldn't really know where to go. And that proved to be the case. You know, yeah. Judge, when he did get on the ball, tried to be positive, but didn't have a clue where to be. Um, I would have, I'm not sure I would have started Keane, but I, I would have brought him on at half time. He would have been one of my changes at half time, maybe mm. rather than Danny Rowe. I'm not so sure. I, I think Jackson needs a partner. I think that was more the issue, less judge. It was, can he's I, not an hour now. Can I just ask a uh, annoying question? I'm just playing devil's advocate. Why does Jackson get a pass today, but judge doesn't? I hear, I hear, I hear reasons and fair, fair enough. Yeah. I hear reasons. Um, why, oh, Jackson, oh, he didn't have a guy up top with him and, you know, this, that and the other. And judge, I know. And I remember seeing Gary Neville the other day talking on Sky and he said, oh, people always talk about the best players. They, you know, they, they, they're not criticising the fullback. They're, they're talking about the, the best players. So I'm... Um, Service I, time. That, that. Jackson's been, me, been more consistent since last season. Out of the two of them, Caden Jackson has been more, the more consistent and he is the one that has been improving week on week, in my opinion, having not actually seen him so far this season. No, no, no you're right. Because um, I won't forget how well he played at West Brom last year. I really, really enjoyed watching him that game. And he's kept going and he's kept going and he's taken on this new league as a way of proving himself. Whereas Judge, and I am probably his biggest fan, I adore um, Judgey, but he has been inconsistent and not lived up to expectations. But is that because he we have higher expectations of him than Caden? I don't know. Because um, you also have to bear in mind what he's got going on off the, off the pitch as well. For, for Jackson, Ben, we, we've talked about how his game is, is built around running over the balls over the top and around the side. And I can only think of maybe two or three occasions where he got that type of service. The good thing about him and Norwood up front is actually they're looking for similar stuff. I think Norwood's yeah. not as good as taking the ball in the air. Um, he also wants to run on as well. But I don't think we played Jackson's strengths today. And the trouble with Judge is Judge is not going to play the kind of balls that Jackson wants. Jackson wants the balls down. Nolan found him for the one there where the keeper came out and it and he kind of got a toe on it. That's the kind of service that Jackson thrives off and we just didn't give him that today that was that's my mm. thought no i just i just sometimes feel and nice. um maybe yeah. i'm i'm playing devil's advocate a little bit i, I felt there was eight or nine players who weren't very good today and judge was one oh. of them but a lot it was of exactly the, like the game in january wasn't it you yeah, know a lot of hardly the anyone turned up did they goes on goes on judge doesn't it um andy yeah. andy nichols asks why have we still got Dazelle at our club? And I'm not going to read um, what what else he said. Um, is is this just um, Richard? Is this just destined not to work? Feels like that, doesn't it? I mean, we talk about Dazelle every other week on the pod. Seemingly, it just feels. You know, that I saw a few people saying he's kind of a luxury player, and I know that Dave really yeah. likes him. And Dave called out the kind of pass around the corner they did in the first oh, it's half. Beautiful every now and then. No one it? else yeah. that can do that, but he doesn't affect the game enough. Aside from that. I mentioned it at the start. I think it's a guy called Jason who I think um, tweets in every now and then mentions that we just don't give Dezel a chance. He's in and out of the team and then he's thrown into a really tough game today. Um, but it does feel like one of those ones that's just destined not to work. And sometimes players aren't a fit, even how, even if they are the yeah. sons of former legends. Do you know yeah. what I mean? thing is, he's in and out of the team because... For all, as much as we all want him to do well, he can't play in games like today. So you can't have him in every week because I'm sorry, we're in League One or we were in the champion when we were in the championship. We need people who can sit down, graft, and like 
not lose the ball every time they kick it. So he's a, he's a home player, isn't he? Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's a catch. It's a catch twenty-two for him, isn't it? Vicious circle or whatever yeah. of getting not many chances, finding it difficult to take your chances, then getting less chances, and then finding it more difficult to take the less chances. Do you know? What, do you know what I mean? It just goes. Yeah. Round and round and round, doesn't it? Shame. Um, Amy Craig asks, 21 games now without a win after international break. Surely that cannot be coincidence. Why can't we get ourselves going after international breaks? Oh, I usually completely poo-poo the idea of like the sort of international break hoodoo. Um, And I actually completely supported Lambert's decision to um, not to postpone the game last weekend but it's a valid point it happens every time and why like i don't know you'd have thought having had a rest they'd come back all guns blazing well, and but... especially with this will Keane and emir hughes thing where you think right okay we're starting a three-game week these uh, quote injury prone guys have had a nice rest can they start today in the knowledge they're definitely not going to play on wednesday Rather than, mm. oh, they might get used today and they've travelled. And surely they're going to be more fit today than they are on they are on Wednesday if they do anything today. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it does feel, feel strange. And we were chatting uh, with Joe about it. And um, it does feel like there's no sensible answer that you can say it's because of this. But then can it be coincidence that that many times it's it's strange isn't it um richard if it is that what do you do about it you can't i suppose you don't call off the games but then you risk well obviously we're you know we've ended up without downs today because of the international break because of him getting injured while on international duty what what can you actually do about the international break you can't like tell the world to stop playing international football can you we have a choice this season though don't we we know it's so our choice whether we um but we would have been without downs for this one anyway for the injuries this time around that that makes total sense i'm not sure whether we'll be as quick to to postpone our fixtures in future um i i echo the sentiment what the hell are we playing at um maybe we need to arrange behind the um scenes friendlies matches against championship clubs or premier league under 23s or something to keep us fresh because it feels like Maybe we, we're too too lax. I don't know whether we'd go off for a few days or whatever, but something needs to be done. Mm, interesting. Um, Richard, In Jonathan, review, ben. <laughs> Jonathan Smith asks, how bad is Enciala? Why the cult following um, two good games post-relegation last year? Rich, please tell me he's not actually terrible and he was just rusty today. I think he's a bit of a 50-50 type player, isn't he, Ben? I think you'll... He was great at Accrington in January because he was kind of swashbuckling and just got stuck in. And today, he was swashbuckling and got stuck in in the wrong way. So I think he's just... It depends which Toto you get, I think. And that's maybe part of the charm and why he's a cult figure. Yeah. Um, Personally, I wouldn't have him as a starter if our back three that we've been used to, Wilson, Wolfie and Chambers, but... I wouldn't have yeah. him in the team. I, I know this player. is a I know this is a very basic football supporter thing to say, but that penalty, James Wilson would not have done that, would he? No. no. He, he wouldn't he wouldn't have been quite so reckless, but there we go. Um James Houston asks about Hughes and Keane. I think we've done that. Martin asks about Judge. Richie asks about Enciala. Chris asks about Dazelle. Um Matthew asks about milk. Amy. Accrington Stanley are famous for being used in a milk advert. 
If Itchery's Town were going to advertise something, what would it be? Minus points if you say tractors. Are we not famous for being the home of manure? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> oh, actually, we've got a quote from David Diamond on today's performance, Richard, which was... Crap! <laughs> this is a big crap. Um, what are we going to advertise in, in an advert? Um, I've been Amy? thinking about it all um, ever since Matt tweeted that, and I I was trying to think of something clever, but honestly, everything I think of ends up being something sexual innuendo, thinking along the lines <laughs> of like all the build up to something exciting and a disappointing end to it. Oh my so goodness! So I was trying to <laughs> That was my day. You're like, so, no, let's not go know. down that. <laughs> the final series of Game of Thrones. You're really excited about it. And then the ending's a bit... Uh, oh, we're not going to become TV critics. Splits, are we? Um, splits everyone down the middle 50-50, you know. That's the best type of art, though, isn't it? Some love yeah, it, okay. some hate it. Nobody's, in, nobody's indifferent, are they? Um, Pete asks about Dezel. Andy asks about Toto. Uh, but, 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 oh, Jack asks, where have you encountered your worst football pie... Mine was today. Can I tell you a bit of a sensitive story? That I went to Middlesbrough on the club coach and we won 2-1 and Dean Wendas scored and Alan Armstrong scored twice. And I had a pie at Mid- Middlesbrough and what would it take to get back from Middlesbrough? About four and a half hours? Yeah, long um, old journey, yeah, yeah. They dropped me off and I'm not joking, I had to run from the <laughs> Galloway coach... <laughs> outside the Cobo stand to KFC in Cardinal Park. <laughs> Literally, my God, this is actually going to happen to me. My God. And use their facilities. So mine... <laughs> mine was Got at you. Middlesbrough. My brain's um, caught up now. I get what you <laughs> Surely you should have been having a Parmo in uh, Middlesbrough. It's your own fault for going for a pie. Oh, I was, Amy, God, what was it, 2000 and... When was that? That was the good season, wasn't it? The good season that we've had in the last 30... No, that's unfair, isn't it? Um, <laughs> 2001, 2002. So, look, I was 19. So I didn't know anything about anything. Literally. An idiot. Not that all 19-year-olds are idiots, by the way. I was an idiot when I was 19. And I love our 19-year-old listeners. Um, Richard, (laughs) save me. I think if you're going to Accrington, you have to have have Bovril, don't you? I'm the advocate for Bovril at Accrington that burns the roof of your mouth off. There's your consumer advice. Do that. Um, Martin asked about... Go ahead, Amy. Sorry. sorry, I had a pie today as well. I'm completely with uh, Jack. Did he say it was? Um, they were not very nice, but um, so I asked him for the flavours, and he said like steak and steak and pie, steak and ale or whatever, and um, cheese and onion. And and then I was like, right, okay, I'll have a cheese and onion. And then I said, oh, did you say there was a special? He said, yes, it's butter. <laughs> butter pies. I was like. Mm. I think I'll give that one a miss, thank you. Just a big plate of lard comes out. Oh, my God. The one to give a miss is the ones that are meat pies. That's the one where you know yeah. there's rabbit, um, rat, and dog. and yeah. I get a lot Horse. of stick for being a snobby, snotty football fan and sitting on halfway line in the top tiers. And, and Which you are. Which I am, yeah. <laughs> so maybe some of the stick is fair. At Reading once, Amy, I had an actual curry behind the um, stand. That was very, very nice. Um Wembley, you can literally have a sit-down meal, can't you? Club Wembley is lovely. I've yeah. done that a few times. We love the Club Wembley. Uh, Martin asks about the selection. Um, well, can, can I re- repose his question, Richard? He says, did Lambert get that selection completely wrong? Um, no, I'll ask it just like that, even <laughs> with the context of the four <laughs> players um, being out. Did he still get the selection wrong? 
It felt like, I think Amy's right. I think Amy, you said this at the start in here. Like, I think this is one where Lambert needs to hold his hands up. You know, I, I, it just felt that there were too many question marks over the, the selection in various areas, whether the three at the back was one for today or not. Um, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd query Lambert on this one, I have to say. He's, he's got a lot yep. of credit in the bank. Yes. I think it took a little bit of a dink today. Dink. Yep. Um, let's just do the scroll to say sorry to all, that's ridiculous, all of the million million questions that we um that we got in um no you won't be able to talk about this anymore because we'll be talking about the rotherham game on wednesday guys let's just quickly go through um some of the other scores here in league one because um second place third place fourth place fifth place all recorded a win um this weekend um so let me just go through some of these other ones uh Wickham beat Sunderland in a bit of a top of the table clash. Peter... The Ainsworth Derby. Yeah. Oh, the Ainsworth Derby. Okay. Um, oh, and we should mention Phil Parkinson has taken over at Sunderland, and they will probably improve. Uh, Peterborough won at Gillingham, so they are in third. Fleetwood are in fourth. They also won four-one against Burton, which makes our result there look pretty good. Oxford have mm. four wins in five. They won at Rotherham, who we play. On Wednesday, Oxford are on fire, aren't they? Uh, Richard, Coventry are horrible, and they only have two points from the last four games. Um, but they drew at MK. I'm sorry, MK are bad. I've seen them a couple of times this year. Yeah, season. took 6,000 6, away supporters, though, did Coventry on Saturday. 6,000? 6,000 to MK? That's what Liverpool took to MK when I went to oh, that It's one. just down the road, isn't it, for them? Yeah. That's, sorry, that's... for us. That's what Stat would say, isn't it? I need to say for us that's, as a coach is for. That's ridiculous. What did Bristol Rovers do? They lost 2-0 at Doncaster. We expect to be higher. Uh, Lincoln played on Friday, still struggling about the Cowleys. Firmly mid-table. They drew 0-0 with Shrewsbury. Rochdale we've done. Burton we've done. Have we done Rochdale? No. Rochdale won 3-1 at Bolton, who are still marooned down there on minus 8 points uh duh, duh, duh. what did Accrington do no we don't want to know about that <laughs> Portsmouth um they lost in the last minute didn't they Richard at AFC Wimbledon um the disgraced Wally Downs at AFC Wimbledon there um Tremere drew 1-1 with Southend oh Southend actually pick up a point lovely for them and I have covered everybody else Richard have we got any kind of game today I've I've got to play your stats right if you want. I want. I can do an abridged version. Do you want Amy? Uh, th- this is a new one to me. I do apologise. She hates it. She she, she, used, to, she used, to, used to ask me for hints. You and know I, might, I love your games. I might I might put one in at like six fifty nine if we're recording. Right. So Richard, play your stats right. Go ahead. Let me um let me um I'll cut it in half. Um. So Amy, the rules are that I will give you a starting point. And then I will give you the next point, and all you need to do is tell me whether I'm going higher or lower on my next question. Okay, I can handle so that. So I'm uh, today. Ipswich Town fans travelled a round trip oh, of 500 miles. miles. Yes. To Accrington Stanley. Mm-hmm. The rest. I'm going to give you the first half of the alphabet in League One, and I want to tell you. I want you to tell me whether the mileage is higher or lower than the last. From so Ipswich. Nice, from Ipswich, from Portman Road, according to Google Maps, the drive, the route that you would drive, Ben, in your, uh, I was going to say, your car. VW Passat. Passat. 
I was going to say something offensive and I, I held myself back. I was going to say something about, yeah. Anyway. They phoned up the other day on. about um, a, a new one, possibly, but I still got to pay three more years on this one. So Get no, a hybrid. no, no um, new car for me very soon. So Sorry, uh, yeah, the, the, the alphabet is kind of an, an added kind of um, annoyance in here, but let's let's go with it anyway. So Accrington, 250 miles. The next option for you is AFC Wimbledon. Is it higher or lower than 250 miles? Lower. And I'll give points for anyone who wants to have a guess at the actual mileage. What from Ipswich to AFC Wimbledon? Yes, a- Kings a- Meadow. 84. It is lower. It's 111. Oh God. Point which, way, one. which way are you going there? All the way around the bottom. If you go through, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be good yeah. at this game, are you? Go through the middle of London and pay the congestion right? charge. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's avoiding the tolls, I think. Um, <laughs> next up, um, Blackpool, higher or lower than AFC Wimbledon? Oh, my God. Higher. There are 111. Higher is correct. Anyone want to have a hazard, I guess, whether it's further than Accrington or not? Yeah, no. further than Accrington. It's, oh, it's from up there, isn't she? Okay, 277.7 miles. Oh um, Bolton, higher or lower than 277 miles? Uh, lower. lower. How much lower? 50 miles lower. Around the same as Accrington, surely. Oh, Amy, good. There's only four miles in it. Bolton, 244.3 uh, Bristol Rovers. Here's a bit of a left field one. Bristol Ooh, Rovers higher yeah. or lower than Bolton? From Not much it. in that, is there? No. Lower, just. Higher. It is lower. Ah. <laughs> and do you want to give me a um, guess? 193.7. It's 206 over the 200 mile mark. She's, um, she's laughing, but that was quite close, wasn't it? Not too far. Um, Burton <laughs> up next. On the opening day, we did that one. Higher or lower than 206? Lower. How much? Anyone want to give me a guess? Uh, not too not too bad. 125. 164. Oh, okay. And this is a good one. Coventry at their new, at their temporary, crappy, disgraceful stadium <laughs> in Birmingham. Uh, higher or lower than 164 miles? Lower. Lower. Not by much. 151.3 to, to the... Whatever the Birmingham City Stadium is now called, I think it's St Andrews still. Uh, it's um, the, trillion, the Trillion Trophy Stadium at St Andrews is what it's called. Always on brand. Um, Donny, <laughs> higher or lower than 151? Higher. Lower. <laughs> Split again. Ben's right, 168. Oh, close to Ipswich, isn't it? I thought Donny was closer than that. Split South Yorkshire, Amy. Yeah, I know, but it's like that side of it, isn't it? <laughs> I've got three more, don't worry, we're nearly there. Um, Fleetwood, higher or lower than 168? Higher. It's yeah, the longest trip of the season, 282.3. Surely Sunderland is longer than Fleetwood, isn't it? No. Well, that's... Fleetwood's like way another... over and then way up, isn't it? Oh, OK, it? fair. Um, Gillingham... It's also a bugger to get to on the train, which is why I didn't go. It's terrible. There is no train, anyway. Fleetwood, is there? Exactly. That's why it's a bugger to get to on the train. <laughs> uh, Gillingham, well, last couple here. Gillingham, higher or lower? Lower. Oh, God, lower. Way lower. 85.2. And that finally... Was... When I said Wimbledon, 84, I meant Gillingham. <laughs> but you've read them in the wrong order. I've got them. <laughs> my reading is wrong. That's the problem. And finishing up with Lincoln, which we're doing on um, Boxing Day, isn't it? Um, higher or lower than eighty-five point two. Lower. Is it Lincoln lower? on Boxing? I know higher. Hor- horrible. That go around the wash and then up, and there's loads of speed cameras and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is higher. Yeah, 146.6 to Lincoln. Oh. And, I'll, and I'll cut it there and I'll save the other half for a rainy day. Who won? Well played. I think, Ben, you just about... Not by a mile. But then you've, <laughs> you've got your championship mileage, you know. All those, yeah, but you know, I live in Bedfordshire. So, although Amy lives in like Harrogate or something, doesn't she? Where do you live, Amy? Leeds. Pudsey. Leeds. Pudsey. Yeah. Pudsey yeah. Bear. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chaucer. <laughs> Shakespeare. Right. <laughs> Rotherham on Wednesday... Do we know um, if any or many of the four players that weren't around today may be back by then? I think we were expecting... So Downs was the only one where there was a proper question mark because I didn't think we knew the extent of the injury. But I think everyone, um, Taylor at the Gillingham Leasing Cup game said he half thought that Norwood and Vincent Young would make it. So you've got to hope that they're back because we bloody missed them today. Yeah, well, definitely. And Kane, Vincent Young, we've said this, that if the tactic's going to be playing kind of quickly in transition, a uh, really fast fullback who can carry the ball actually looked rather important today in terms of getting you up the pitch if you're not going to play through central midfield, didn't it? Um, so Rotherham are 11th. They've just come down from the championship with us, although in slightly less disgraceful fashion. Um, 18 points from 12 games thus far. Um, they've just lost we probably the... expected better, didn't we, Ben? I, we, I expected I, them to be in the top four. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yes, they're a bit absolutely. inconsistent, aren't they? I mean, they sold Ajayi, who was very good for them. There was one other. And they had Ryan Manning last season, who then QPR took back on loan as well. Um, was there one other sale? I there was. Research. I'm going to have to look it up. Right, get on transfer mark, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, they had they had one back-to-back games, but very inconsistent and losing at home to Oxford. Well, I suppose Oxford are in good form, but we all remember that game against Rotherham in January, one of our few wins this season, which was absolutely like the Alamo, where they just bombarded us for what seemed like four hours of just long balls into the box, and we that was the game where James Collins made 800 headed clearances and 400 interceptions or or something. Um, Amy, are you now? less less confident after today going into this um, home game against Rotherham who are as I said sitting in mid-table but our ex-championship uh, no, I don't think I am because I'm I suppose hoping that it was just a blip um, and I also think there'll be a massive difference playing um, at home again I, I imagine with a decent crowd and everybody loves being under the lights at Portman Road don't they so I, it hasn't knocked my confidence but you're right I think that's dependent on whether those four players well three players are going to be available or not um, and it's certainly a chance for KVY and uh, Norwood to show exactly how important it is that they're in in the side every time isn't it I'm not too worried I think uh, the fact that they're 11th probably shows that they're you know, they've only just come out of the championship um, with us. It shows that they're obviously not coping as well as we are in this and league the, this year. This is the difference with what we thought about um, Ipswich's perceived size as a club. Rotherham in the championship, that was punching for them. And we obviously come down, our, our stadiums mm. double, treble the size of um, Rotherham's stadium. And our squad is probably paid treble the amount of, of Rotherham's as well so uh, it kind of stands to reason like you said that even though they are ex-championship it seems to count more in in league one size of club doesn't it than um anywhere else um Richard um what are you hoping for and expecting for also Amy everyone likes to be under the lights of Port Road except vampires 
of course, who don't like to be under the lights anywhere as we come up to Halloween, Richard. Consumer advice there for all you vampires. Um, so what I would expect, Ben, is um, is is I think um, um, I think uh, Hughes and Keane will probably start. We lost to Accrington. What the fuck else am I supposed to do? Come on. <laughs> it was the early Halloween, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Um, I, I think he. I think he was. Um, I don't know. Late. I think. I suspect Nord won't be fit, and I suspect Downs won't be fit, and I expect Hughes and Keane to come in for them. That will be that. Possibly why they weren't starting today. Who's going to play maybe... right wing back if Kane Vincent Young is not around? I think you've got to chuck in Danassian, haven't you? you? I'd rather Danassian than Edwards. You think that yeah. ship's sailed now for Edwards? Um, it will be very interesting. What we will do, however, is not obviously record a podcast um, on Wednesday because um, I will be at the game. Um, are you there, Rich, or is it midweek too? too much for you no, too far um, 150 miles for me <laughs> you know the exact distances don't you yeah um uh, joe will be there dave will be there statman will be there too so we'll do the show probably on thursday so look out for the question thread um pretty much we started doing them immediately after the games now it just seems to get people well they're most emotional let's just say which is <laughs> which is good for the old question threads well it's um all in there um so that's what's going to be happening and then we'll be back i believe you're hosting on sunday richard after half of ipswich goes to south end as well so three game week <laughs> and this is the thing with three game weeks you can lose to accrington win the next two and you've scored yeah. six points two points per game and the week is absolutely fine yeah true and i think we'll have half of half of ipswich on the podcast next week as well ben to to go through south and can i just say that i've if for those of you watching in black and white and um, ben's got a really lovely kind of orangey salmon jumper yeah. which i'm really admiring i really like that but people really like to, it. people like to accuse me of supporting different teams that aren't ipswich and i went to see luton yesterday and now i'm wearing orange today oh, so okay. yeah. i will now be accused i just made you yeah crosshairs being a luton fan. but thank you do you think i can get away with this one for work in a in a school yeah yeah. What if the children are easily triggered, though? Maybe, maybe a bit bright, dark. Bright, bright colours. Bright anything, but we'll talk about that. I'm just air. thinking if there's a fire alarm, you're already visible to school people out from the building. So okay. So basically, multi-purpose. basically, I look like I'm wearing high vis without wearing high vis, Rich. <laughs> I think it's just you the really resolution know how to flatter a guy, don't you, Rich? Hey, <laughs> I've just ruined it, haven't I? <laughs> but three game weeks so plenty of chance to put things right and maybe a lot of people will be proved right and we'll see will Keane. we might see emir hughes starting and we might see how important Kane vincent young has already become and we'll watch the toto story unfold and we'll see if there really is no place like home and whether he's going to click his heels together three times and be in the team and we're off to see the wizard of Rotherham, Paul Warren. Richard, where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> you can find me at Ipswich. I enjoyed that. I that stopped good. taking drugs like, you know, t- 10 years ago or something. So People this always is... ask us, is this scripted? And there's your, there's no. your answer. No, he's, got, he's watching Man it's United Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah. Amy's doing mothering stuff. Well, we're, well, we're going on. No, okay. um, Rich, sorry. Um, at Ipswich on at Twitter. Ipswich. And, look and out... I might do a video at some point. We should yeah. do a video, I think. Please I'll do, do a gold compilation or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just me out. Richard has got a wonderful archive of um, Ipswich footage that he's curated, um, collected loads of videos, digitised them all. So check out the goal machine and um, follow Statman, obviously, who then tweets the clips on the 
on this day thing. Brilliant archive there by Richard and Stat. Um, Amy, pleasure to have you back. Where can we find you on Twitter? It's Tractor Girl Amy Eight. And are you writing anything or doing anything, or are you just being mummy? Um, I am actually back uh, doing the Kings, the next Kings of Anglia issue. I'll have a column in there, um, so that'll be out. I think that's do next. Do you know month what you're writing about? I do actually. Um, I'm going to tweet about it because I do really enjoy including everybody else's opinions. So I've, I've sort of gotten into a bit of a pattern now of every time I have a column, I also include fans' opinions on different things. So I will be talking about when is is uh, when it is too soon to start thinking we've won the league, and I suspect there will be some kind. <laughs> It's about today's game going in that one, just to remind us that we unbelievable. See, I love the, the kind of inference of the questions. We're going to win the league. I love that. We're, we're olaying <laughs> passes it. after 20 Secret minutes here. Love it. Brilliant. I am so, also for um, any Northern fellow Northern Blues that are uh, watching the podcast. I am trying to organise a sort of Leeds stroke Yorkshire branch of the supporters group oh, um, for us to all meet up pre-match. And if we're on Sky again, I know we won't actually want to watch the game, but at least we can suffer in a group together. So um, if anybody is living up in Yorkshire or nearby and fancies coming two games with a group of us from Leeds then uh, give me a shout on Twitter and I'll add you to our little private chat message thing that we've got going on because um, there's a few of us that met today and it was really lovely to put some uh, faces to names so I uh, just think it's, there's quite a lot of us that end up going to games on their own sometimes when we don't need to we can we can all travel together and uh, annoy all the other people on the train. <laughs> a, a problem shared is a problem yeah. nonetheless but experienced with lots of other <laughs> lovely Ipswich fans in what exactly. is the end of that that problem problem shared is a problem halved is it halved yeah, yeah. that doesn't add that doesn't add up does it that's a bad it proverb you burden someone yeah <laughs> proverbs burn are, you with my shirt yeah they're bad names thank you everybody for watching where can and, we find you Ben oh no one cares about me I do championship nonsense today at Benjamin Bloom um you can find me and I will be in the pioneer no I'm in the cobbled um this coming week, I'll be at the Rotherham game. So if you do see me and you want to talk to me, come and say hello. Because um, Richard loves when that happens and people are very talkative. I do. Just not in the toilets in the hall stand. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Scenes. Wash your in, hands first. <laughs> in all seriousness, that, that, that sounded very cocky. We, we, we love when you, you come and give us your your feedback uh, the, the fact that anyone cares what our opinions oh, yeah. are about football when we're just the same as everybody else is fantastic so in the words of the great mikey penty smith i will end the podcast and say goodbye to everyone and bloody well be careful what you It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.